Hey, I'm Natalie Potts and this is the Natalie Potts Podcast. If you want to talk about your business, your life, your health and more, then you are in the right place. We do it all with humour, love and inspiration to help you create a life you love. So let's dive in. How are you? I'm really good, Natalie. How are you? Nice to see you. And you, thank you. I'm really well, I'm really well. I was saying um, on the, the, the minute before, but I'm on a, a sales training day myself today. So it's, it's a great opportunity mm. to take a moment out, grab my coffee and spend some time with you, who I call the sales queen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Definitely. I like that. Yes. Um, yeah, amazing. Um, no, I've been talking a lot. I've been doing, I was just finished alive in, with somebody else and I was in somebody else's summit yesterday talking sales. So I've been here, there and everywhere and I've just finished a 10-day sales sprint Love it. in my own audience. So yeah, there's been a lot of talking about sales in the last few days. So, so I, I love talking sales and I was that person when I started out my business going, I don't do sales um, and because actually I just feared it. Yeah. And and I, there was a big thing about rejection and fear and everything and I'd love to break down with you a bit today on how we overcome some of those things to really help people yeah and and how we can make sales more natural I think opposed to being perceived as maybe like your Jordan Belfort's or pushy and salesy and I like some of his stuff and I don't like other parts but how do we find our own personality in sales I feel there'd be a great conversation yeah, absolutely. And that, that's a lot of what I talk about. And I really, I agree with you. And I think about these things a lot. You know, why are people struggling so much, especially small and solo business owners, really smart, talented people who are really good at what they do, but they're absolutely struggling when it comes to sales. Now, I think there are, for me, there are three key parts of the problem or the puzzle that need to be solved and put together. The first part, like you talk about, it's that fear, that fear of rejection, fear of putting yourself out there, fear of being perceived as like, oh, she's so full of herself, or who does she think she is, or she's not an expert. Like a lot of that is like our own mindset and confidence stuff, the confidence really to put yourself forward as the, the expert, to take up space in the world and to, to claim what you're good at. Um, and I've definitely had struggles with that over the years. So it's not like a one and done, like that is a, it feels like a continual piece of work. Um, the second part, I think, is people have resistance because they're like, well, I just don't want to be pushy. I don't want to sell like that. You know, they'll give an example of somebody that they think is a sleazy salesperson or they'll think about, you know, I'm old enough that I grew up in the 80s. And I remember like the double glazing people that used to phone your house. Yeah. Like, when, like you had to like put the phone down because <laughs> they wouldn't stop talking. They don't want to do that. Like pushy, pushy, sell, sell, sell. Or like they're not like a massive extrovert personality. So the idea of thinking, oh, to sell, you have to be like really loud and high energy. Like I can't do that. So they tell themselves a lot of stories about how they don't want to sell because that's not their natural style. And then the thing is, even if you overcome that first bit, the sort of fear and internal mindset stuff, the second bit, like the misconception that you have to be super extrovert, super high energy, super pushy, super aggressive to sell, even if you overcome and work through those bits, the third and final piece of the puzzle is like, what do I actually do? Like, what is selling? Because genuinely, like, people don't know. And I feel like, to me, it's so wild that, and I speak to people who are doing really complex things in their business, 
I speak to people who have actually set up some really complex like marketing systems. They've got lead magnets, they've got sales funnels, they've got complicated kind of content plans and pillars. But I'm like, well, what are you doing to convert those leads? And they're like, what? Why? Like, there's not even a realization that there's that piece that's missing the sales piece. Um, so it's actually teaching like the really simple steps because for me, there's marketing and there's sales. So your marketing is all about your positioning, your message, your visibility. It's like how you're going to attract your leads in. And then your sales is how you're going to convert those leads into sales. Yeah. You need both sides of the coin to be yeah. together. And if you're only marketing, you're doing a lot of work for like, you're missing out on so much opportunity. But equally, if you only sold without doing any marketing, that's going to be really hard to scale. So you, you need both parts kind of working in tandem. And I think... Over the last few years, it's almost like sales is like this, like, is it right to say a dirty word? I don't know, yeah. but people are like, I don't like selling. I, you know, I, I'm not good at selling. I hate sales. Sales is awkward. I don't want to sell. And it's almost like, well, we'll just invest more and more and more time and effort in our marketing. But that's all your top of funnel stuff. And if you don't have a process that takes people through from the top of your funnel to the point where they're going to buy and become your client, you're, it's so much work and so much effort and that's the bit I think where people get really despondent because they're like I'm doing all this all the things I've invested all the time I've invested all the money I'm learning 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 about marketing but I'm still not making enough sales and that's when they start to doubt themselves and it's all yeah. that like maybe I'm not good enough maybe yeah. I'm not cut out to be a business owner I'm in a place of struggle oh I tell you maybe I'll just like have a flash sale and I'll like reduce my prices if nobody's buying at this price, they're probably not going to buy at that price either. It's about creating that process that feels really seamless for the client and for you to take them through attraction, engagement, nurture, offer, convert. And I think people are just not doing enough of that. So for me, I'm all on the mission to like, one, like just take, take that confidence step, claim your space, say you're an expert, talk confidently about what you do and how you can help people. Two, realize that you do not have to be like some pushy mad crazy extrovert dancing on a stage and like not letting people get off the phone until you've closed them down like i'm almost the polar opposite of that like i'm quite shy um, i'm an introvert i would get really nervous at the thought of being on a stage i have done it but it's not like my natural habitat also i'm like the anti the anti pushy sales like Everything that's pushy, I just don't do it and I don't yeah. teach it either. It's all permission based and it all feels yeah. good for me and it feels good for my clients. So it's getting people through that confidence piece, the realization that you can sell on your own terms and the more of you and your authentic personality, your values, your yeah. ethos you put in your sales process, the more successful it's going to be. And then the third piece is like that's almost the easy bit like these are the simple action steps that you take to actually put a sales process in place this is how you increase your sales and this is how you've done all this work bringing these marketing pe people in leads in just to like post once about an offer on facebook and then be like oh nobody built nobody bought well that's because you're not selling it so let's get those sales steps in place so that was a really long answer about like why are people scared of sales it's, for me it's those three distinct problems and everybody will have some element of all of them and it's just like working through each stage with them to help I think. How much do you think people sometimes pull on their mindset part though opposed to just trying to work on it and embrace it and 
and use it as their driving force around getting better as such because i've noticed a real focus in doing practice and it's, it's literally can it be all in my head but the minute i do practice it feels clunky at the start but over time it builds and it gets more natural and that's what i'm really trying to focus on always is make it more natural and that i direct people but it's for them to make an informed decision with the information that i've given them and then they make the decision that's right for them yeah a hundred percent and that's it like i i just so much of there's so many misconceptions about sales like oh like you know if you think of a sales coach i'm never going to give you a script to use on a discovery call i'm never going to tell you how to like oh you know let's get you 100 discovery calls and i i don't teach like that and i don't teach like handling objections in that way where you try you know if somebody says i want to think about it if somebody says to me i can't afford it or that doesn't feel like the right investment for me at that time for me you need to respect that decision and you need to be like okay that's fine because you're an adult. I don't want to be like forcing people through my sales process, dragging people through. And I hear some, like a lot of people talking about, I've had really high refunds or I've had like real dropouts or people who make one payment and then drop off. To me, that's a red flag because that makes me think that you are pushing people into your program. Yeah. Maybe you don't want to be there. They make the one payment, maybe because you've kind of closed them down on the phone or they felt really awkward, but then they're like, shit, I can't afford this or I don't want this or it's not the right fit. It's not what I need. I'm going to cancel my direct debit or I'm going to ask for a refund. I'm going to drop out of this program. You want to ha- you want to want people to work with you. And there's I'm not saying like be totally passive about that. There's so much that you can do up front to kind of handle objections before they've even become an issue and also to qualify people before you get them on the phone so that when you're talking to them you know that like you're not really trying to sell at that stage they've already got all the information i think what you're trying to do at that stage is more sort out the formalities answer any questions and see if it feels like a good fit to work together oh here are the next steps and if not no worries is there something else that we can do together or actually, is it just not a good fit at all? But if your process is right and your qualifications right and your pre, you know, your content that informs and your marketing and your messaging, you shouldn't really be getting people that get to an end of a call and be like, oh, I just don't want to do this. Because by the time people get on a call with you, they should know, they should know wholeheartedly that they want to do it. And I think I feel really strongly about that. So I used to work in recruitment. That's how I sort of first started to work in sales. Um, And basically, we used to move sort of real kind of senior medical professionals, um, senior doctors, consultants, hospital CEOs, but we used to move them around the world. And that was like, you know, they would move from the UK to Australia or to Dubai or to Canada. So lots of like big, big personalities, big jobs, big money. We didn't get paid until that person had already started in their job and had lasted there for a month, right? Some six months would be like a quick sales process. Sometimes it was 12 or 18 months for these people to negotiate everything. It was absolutely never in my interest to push people into jobs unless they were like, I'm 110% sure if I want this because otherwise I'm doing two years of work for like, yeah, I get to write maybe a 100K invoice, but then I'm gonna have to refund it because the client was like, oh, actually, I don't wanna get on that plane after all. I've just accepted a job with my friend from school. And I'm like, oh, you know, and I learned the hard way about that. And I saw my team learn the hard way about that. And that whole thing about qualifying people and not pushing people into decisions that are not right, that is so applicable to what I do now. Like I could easily 
easily but you know I could be a lot more forceful on calls yeah but I know then that what's the point you're going to get people who are like oh pay one payment and then I'll drop out or I'll ask to release or I'll go into the program but then I'll really resent it and I'll say that you missold it to me like I really want to work with people who want to work with me so it's about building those kinds of practices into your sales process and I'd I much less think about selling as being push and close and force. For me, sales should be like attract, yeah. ease, flow. Like that's how I want people to feel because I know, I know how I like to be sold to, and I know how I like to be to buy. And like if I, I know if I want something or if I don't. And really, no matter how much you push me on the call, that's not going to change that. And you know, I don't want. I think that's that's true for the clients I want to work with as well. So I want to be having people who've made that kind of rational decision. Yeah. yeah, it's so important. And like you say, the qualification is a big part to make. And I think it's about, I always think about how it's the right fit for both of you and building that relationship and, and seeking to understand as well. And that's where, you know, I'm focusing a lot more business on business strategy now. And, but my foundations are, coaching and things so I use that skill set and I think that the education part that we have and educating yourself more on sales what it is and what it isn't and how you want to show up in your business with sales and what you want to be known for is some of the slowing it down to think about the bigger picture of the business and and also how like you shared there the impact it has bigger than the person you're talking to directly in terms of referrals and everything about the experience they have with you and how it felt is so important and and like you said, they're not pushing somebody into making a decision that's not right for them. I always I say sometimes it's a little bit like I'm doing a bit of an audition in terms of I just want to see where your head is at, what you're really wanting, what success looks like to you, and then if it's right fit for us to work together and explore that, opposed to it being that I'm going to ramble on at them and say this is right for you, you know, or it's not and it's this or that as such I, I do want to have a bit of a I know I prefer seeing with a look is it a yes or a no for now because like maybe just don't give me much let's just be transparent and, and and adult about it but I also don't want it to be that it's black and white with that as well I want people to think that actually I'm not sure at the minute it sounds great it's good let me just stay in your world or they'll say it's, it's never for me I'm out and I'm happy with either and I want to make sure that I'm always getting that across in I'm articulating myself and I think that takes time it's definitely you've got to again in your business think about what it means to you and and then slowly bring that in with like you said who you're attracting and and see what works and doesn't work yeah I yeah I think that's so I think that's right and it's about like detaching the emotion from it mm. and you know if somebody says no that's okay yeah. like obviously yes like it, that never gets old and it doesn't matter if you're joining my membership at 47 pounds a month or if you're signing up to work with me one-to-one -one for a year like I'm going to celebrate that and I'm going to feel good when you say yes because I know that I want to work with you yeah. and you know I can help you but equally if somebody says no that doesn't drive me to think oh oh my god what did I do wrong <laughs> like oh I'm not this business you know I'm going to fail at everything I ever do not do work with me it's almost just like like you're just having the conversations and it's like taking the emotion out of that like I talk as well about when we do pricing that's a really emotional I think when you're talking about sales and about pricing take the emotion out of it and just think about mm. it as like a logical part of your business in the same way as like you're doing your back return or you're mm. doing the SEO on your website it's just a process um and yeah you're right you want to sort people into yes 
I know maybe, but maybe in the future, I don't know. And you kind of want to be moving people. I always, like, I have a leads list that I work from, and I always want to be, my whole thing is, like, filling that up with fresh people and moving people either green they've bought, red their definite nose, or, like, moving them to some point in the future for follow-up. And that should be like a dynamic moving document that changes every day because new people mm. are flowing in, new leads, and people are either buying or they're opting out. And I think what a lot of people are doing is they're bringing in all these leads, but then they're not getting them sorted into because they're too scared to ask for the sale or yeah. they're too scared to follow up because they don't want to appear pushy. And for me, it's just about like, if you think about, like, I love being sold to. If it's something I want or something yeah. I'm like, tell me how I can work with you. Tell me what you've got for me. Tell me how your products or services are going to make me happier, healthier, wealthier, make my life better in some way. And I, I, I think that we, almost business owners hold, or some business owners hold themselves back so much that they're like underserving people that they could help because yeah. they're not actually exploring how they could help people. So no, I'm totally all for asking for the sale. But like you say, you don't want them hanging about for ages. You kind of want to be like, yes, no, or maybe. And any of those outcomes is totally fine because, you know, in the world of probability and statistics, you're never going to convert 100% of your leads. So you're always going to get some no's and just detach the emotion from that. Like if somebody says no to me, I think, oh, that's a shame because like, you know, yeah. I feel like I really helped you. I know that I could have got your results, but if, if you, if that's not right for you just now, that's okay because I know it might be right for the next person or the next again person mm. that I speak to. And just being able to kind of remove that emotion, mm. I think that's really helpful. Um, and to recognize, like you say, that a no now doesn't mean it's no forever. So you sort of want to like always leave that door open. And it's really interesting. I tracked, um, you know, like calls and things that I had and how many people bought at that point. And I rem I, this is about two years ago, and I remember thinking, wow, that's a really low conversion rate. Like, what am I doing wrong? But then I looked at it again in six months, and the conversion rate had gone from something like 30% to, like, 95%. So yeah. those people had all come back and bought, but they'd done it, like, at their own pace. And I, I yeah. think for retention, satisfaction, all that stuff, like, giving people the space to make the decisions in a way that's appropriate for them, I think that feels really good. I, and it's... I I used to be when I started out, I was like, that's it, off the list. <laughs> because, but that was more about me. And it's it's not cool. It, it doesn't need to happen. And like I said, you have to remember people say you get the job and the words, but a lead is a human being. It's a person. Yeah. Like you say, it's having a conversation and it's doing it with your personality, making it natural. And then just seeing what can happen. And I like to always think of the art of the possible with things too. I said, you don't, you'll know right or wrong in your business whether stuff is a dead no i said you trust your intuition on some things but i said don't you can leave stuff on the art of the possible but always be and i guess this is where i love where i find it works well being very direct communicator that transparency of people sometimes people don't like it and that's going to be a fact but most of the time people like the honesty and the same as when i used to work in corporates and i say if it's a no i'm going to tell you why it's a no but we're going to grow on it still. And I think that that part of, again, building relationships with somebody transpires into more. And then it might just be that it's a no for now and they'll, they'll continue to be in your world and things. It just was a timing thing as well. And we all know that. There'll be times in our business where it's just like, it's just not right now. Yeah, but I don't on. want you to give me that, that kind of, it's this or that, because that's not going to help me. 
yeah no that's so true and like one of the things that i really want people to think about when they think about the sales process and the customer journey it is a journey mm. from like when they become aware of you to they become interested to they create some sort of desire to there's an offer made to they either accept or reject that offer to then the follow-up but like that's all it's a relationship so for me selling is based on building really positive relationships with people and that's not something it's not just mm. one specific moment in time when i'm like buy this thing, click this link, book now. Thanks for being in my challenge. Are you going to buy my program? It's not just that one moment for me. I'm like, well, that person's in my world and I know that at some point they're very likely to buy something. And yeah. I need to be that person who maintains the relationship, who does the follow-up, who has that person there, who has that person around and has the right offer with the right message and the right price point at the time that is right for them to buy. And that, that kind of sounds really that sounds calculated but it's not it's just like for me when I think about my personality like I'm a connector worked for a long time like 16 or 17 years in recruitment bringing people together building teams building community and that like that's how I've always grown my business by bringing people sort of into the world connecting people connecting with people so it becomes really natural for people to buy from you because they know you they like you you right. they trust you yeah generosity is one of the core values of my business so it's like you give value you help you support you encourage people um, and it you know it just becomes like of course they're going to buy from you just because they didn't buy that one thing at that one specific moment doesn't mean that they're never going to buy so it's it's i think it's about learning to sell in a way that feels really good for you so for me that sort of relationship based having people there for the long term delivering really high quality stuff so that people stay with you recommend yeah. you like you being generous knowing that at some point you know it's very likely that that person will become your client like that works really well as opposed to me just thinking right i want to do like i don't know 30 discovery calls this week all with cold people and i'm just going to like batter through my scripts and i'm going to push them all into this like program I just would hate like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, what if we could fill your diary with a hundred prospects a week? I'm like, no, that's my worst nightmare. Like, that's <laughs> ever for me. So yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's very true, isn't it? And I guess um, it's interesting. I was. It goes back to the relationship part all the time with people, and and building it. And yeah, it's 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 interesting to think about and. And knowing that it's, you've got to invest in the people that you've got. I see a lot of, sometimes some clients and businesses out there, and I'm like, like, what's your referrals look like? And what's your retention with people? Because, again, you can go for the next sale and, you know, that's all you're focused on target-wise. But if you're not looking and delivering with what you've got and offering value and continuing to build the relationship even more, I said, then you're going to make it that part where you said at the start, the sales marketing part. That's just 10 times higher. You're harder. Yeah. You're constantly, your bandwidth is so, so hard because you're just like ping-ponging between the two. And one minute you, you'll find in your business, and like you say, it's like I always think about, you know, working for the next 90 days of such plus and working a relationship because people need to do the know, like, and trust. So invest in just being on someone's journey, listen to what they need and want, and, and not forgetting to continuously deliver an, an experience to somebody as well is so important otherwise you can be chasing yeah. the wrong things and then and then that's where you see all this in business all the time there's no consistency and consistency builds credibility yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, what? there's a famous quote about people will not always remember what you said or what you did, but they will always remember how you made them feel. Yeah. Like, that is one of the... I've said that. I've said that five times this week. Top pillar of my, um, <laughs> of my business. You know, you I need to think about how I want people to feel. And that is really important, I think, to put that, for me to put that into my business. You know, and if I like, I, I used to say I've been twenty years in sales. I'm older than I thought. I've now, I've now reached the point where I'm like, oh, 25 years working in sales, and I've worked in like hardcore sales environments. You know, like I worked in agency, high street agency recruitment when I was 21. Um, Co-founded another recruitment agency. Worked in online coaching and strategy space. Like there is some, there some of these industries are not known for their ethical selling practices you know right. so but yeah. i think, think i have never sold in a way that's felt uncomfortable for yeah. me ever and i remember at the very beginning when i was like 21 or 22 people said to me oh you're too nice you're too nice to be in sales you're too honest i was like how can you be too nice and how can you be too honest like people want to work with me because i'm nice and because i'm honest and i've kind yeah. of never lost that and it was really quite satisfying to like really see my career in recruitment go like this as all this like you know top pillar award winner this person this person managing director you know it, it was quite an ascension and it was amazing to see that and think well yeah I did it by being too nice too kind too honest like I mean what sort of industry tells you you're too nice and too honest to be successful and um, but actually like I really believe that you can build your business on whatever you're ethos and, and values are um, and I think that, that that's so important for people and I think as well the other fundamental truth about selling is that it's so human like for me selling is just about starting conversations with people it's about listening for, to people and it's about identifying opportunities as to how you can help and support that person to make their life happier healthier wealthier better um, and actually I think most entrepreneurs, instead of chasing like, you know, something really complicated, the next shiny object, the secret, the silver bullet, the sales funnel or the ads that's going to convert everything, like they're all nice to have, but you have to build that on a foundation yeah. of just being able to talk about what you do in a way that's compelling. And that's been so eye-opening for me over the last year or two, how hard a lot of business owners find it just to have that initial conversation, just to talk about what they do. Yeah just to make an offer in a way that feels natural. Yeah. Like, oh, that's too hard. I'll like invest thousands in this course or I'll have this funnel built or I'll do that. And like, mm, well, that's okay. But you just need to learn how to talk to people in a way that's compelling and convincing. Yeah. And that's why I'll say like, and yes, marketing has its place and we spoke about that side and it does. But I said, but if you're not getting genuine connections every single day, you've got nobody to talk to and build your audience you need to build your audience and you need to build that no like and trust which takes time and like you shared you have to think about how you buy and the behaviors around that with yeah. other people and and there's no point having the i see people like oh i've just done my website and i spent this on a logo and i'm like amazing how many people are in your world and they're like what do you mean and i'm like well how many people are you talking to about what you do and they're like oh no yeah i've got to start that and it's like no like that's the first thing is just yeah, exactly. the people side is the critical part is what you bring to your business so yeah it's incredible it's it's so interesting i love it i really do who have been two people i'm listening to at the moment and it's interesting you said about the sales and the marketing i'm listening to dan kennedy's book on magnetic marketing at the moment 
I'm also listening to Brian Tracy's The Psychology of Selling, oh, which yeah. are amazing. Loving them. Who have been kind of your inspirational um, people when it comes to sales? Um, oh, do you know there's a book that I really like? Um, and I only read it quite recently. Can you see it? To Sell is Human. Uh, oh, Daniel Pink. Yeah. I love that. I need to have a look um, at that. Yeah, it, so, I mean, and, you know, even just the title sort of really encapsulates um, everything that I believe about selling is human and it is just about relationships. Also, I think that one of the other things that's really inspired me, maybe this is negative, but it's watching people sell in a way that I think, oh, that's like, that's awful. Like, yeah. oh God, why is nobody stopping these people from doing this? And being like, I need to be the polar opposite of that. Yeah. Um, you know, like that sort of like gaslighty selling. <laughs> well, like, I mean, if you're serious about your business or you're serious about your personal development or if you're serious about your weight loss, and you can't even find a thousand pounds i mean what sort of a joke of a human are you you know like that sort of stuff and like it's awful and i see it and i'm like oh that is gross but i also see all these other people all these business owners who don't have a sales background who are like oh if i want to sell i have to be like that guy yeah. so they stop they're just paralyzed and like for me that was my inspiration because when i first um, left behind recruitment it was after i had my kids i didn't want to travel so cashed out of that business um and i've set up like doing just it wasn't specifically sales it was like general business coaching for small businesses um and then i was like no these guys don't need like this general they actually really need the sales it's because i realized that that was like the part that was so missing and that was what everybody needed so i think what's really inspiring is like actually when you see people who think well i can't get those results but then they follow the steps and then they surprise themselves yeah. with their own they're like oh i just made sales like why is this so easy i'm like well it's easy because you're following the steps and you're doing the right things and you're doing them consistently because we shouldn't think about oh, i'm not good at sales like in the same way like i've got blue eyes or i've got brown eyes or yeah. i can roll my tongue or i can't it's not like we're genetically dis predisposition disposition to be good at sales or not like you can learn yeah. it in the same way that you can learn to cook a recipe or drive a car or do your fat return, whatever it is, it's just a process. Yeah. And we need to like, I think remove a lot of that like mystique, mindset stuff, emotion, positive and negative stuff around it. Like just think about it yeah. as a process. It's a key business. Um, and like for me, it's the number one thing that you should be doing. So anybody who's like, I need to get my website sorted out first or I want to get this qualification or I want to finish this course. I'm like, well, that's okay. But in your head, that is also like whether you recognize it or not, I know that you're procrastinating because it's sales is the thing that's hard. It's like the easiest thing, but it's also the thing that feels hardest. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll do all these other things and then maybe I'll feel ready. Yeah. But the truth is like, we're probably never going to feel ready until we step out there and actually do the thing. And actually the only way that we can build confidence is by taking courageous action when we're stuck or when we don't feel like when we don't feel scared like when we do feel scared um you know i feel scared all the time before i do new yeah. things in my business but i have trained myself to respond in a way that i'm like is this a good decision for me is it a good decision for my business yes take this action and then you do it you do it scared and then afterwards you're like oh that was awesome i want to do more of that you know it's just yeah 
and it's it's funny because it all like the, the dots just connect when you can be in these worlds and and I love talking to people you're in my, the same mastermind as me and when you talk to people about business you get it as well it's it's just a, such a rich conversation and uh, the challenge I'm running this week we spoke about a couple of those things already around again like I said stand for what you stand for I worked in corporate for many years and I saw some bad leadership I saw some great leadership but I also used to then say I want to be a bit like that I do not want to be like that and yeah. that inspired me and empowered me to then show up of who I wanted to be and you've also then that helps you with your your values in life yeah. you know, personal and business and to stand by those and they're so important that you have those you shared yours earlier but also about the part around you just have to get started I've been doing all the pre-launch and everything and then to do it gets closer and closer I was like and I'm pretty confident but I was like flipping it I was like I'm a little bit nervous and I was like why am I yeah, and I'm like, why am I freaking it what's going on and then you're right it's I said to them on the first day I was like it's the courage to show up here so you might not be confident you've taken the courage and you're showing up and you're giving it go and and I'm only learning stuff what works and doesn't by doing it and I've learned that um this worked well on day one and this was awful on day two but this I'm going to do on day three <laughs> you just got to get going in order to really know what it feels like and what works and doesn't work and actually sometimes what works won't work again the next time we live in that world where we've got to be agile and adaptable yeah and you've got to go with that so that's where the the mindset part is so important yeah exactly exactly and I, I remember in reading it was Mel, it was Mel Robbins the five second rule yeah. which is like when I first came out of recruitment and I had like a tiny baby and a, a toddler and I was like what the hell like, what <laughs> um, and it was like um the, your body's response to fear is the same as your body's response to excitement yeah. physiologically it's the same stuff that happens so just like when you feel that like i'm going to be sick i'm so nervous just yeah. be like this is amazing i'm so excited that i get to do this and like it's all it's almost natural now it, it takes a lot for me to get that sick fear and like i'm going to be sick because i'm so scared feeling but I did I was like retraining myself like oh I'm just so excited that today I'm going to go and do this talk or today I'm going to sell this thing or I'm going to show up and do this and yeah it's your 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 brain is a funny thing the way that it's so hardwired to keep you safe and keep you small but safe and small for most of us in this world most entrepreneurs safe and small gets pretty dull pretty quickly and um, so you so you're constantly trying to like fight through that reptile part of your brain that's keeping you here to say no I want to be there let me go <laughs> it's incredible it's incredible I, let, I could talk for hours and I can't wait to see you in New York next month I know, we can't talk for hours then um thank you so much for your time where can people connect with you Instagram come and find me on Instagram I'm Anna Payne Sales on Instagram and I've got loads of like free training that's linked to my bio if you want some help with your sales and how to get started so yeah come and find me over on Instagram and yes I'll see you in New York how exciting is it to say that I know I know I'm very very excited right thank you so much and have an amazing day yeah. lovely thank you so much for listening are you looking to grow your business and tired of not seeing consistent results? Head to the show notes right now and check out my quiz to discover the one thing holding you back from going your business with ease. Business should really not be complicated. I'll see you on the next episode.